Joshua chapter 4 When the whole nation had finished crossing the Jordan, the Lord said to Joshua, again, remember, Joshua was the new leader after Moses, Choose twelve men from among the people, one from each tribe, and tell them to take up twelve stones from the middle of the Jordan, from right where the priests are standing, and carry them over with you and put them down at the place where you stay tonight. The instructions were given to the leader. So Joshua called together the 12 men. He responded in obedience. He had appointed from the Israelites, one from each tribe, and said to them, Go over before the ark of the Lord your God into the middle of the Jordan. Each of you is to take up a stone on his shoulder, according to the number of the tribes of the Israelites, to serve as a sign among you. In the future, when your children ask you, what do these stones mean? Tell them that the flow of the Jordan was cut off before the ark of the covenant of the Lord. When it crossed the Jordan, the waters of the Jordan were cut off. These stones are to be a memorial to the people of Israel forever. So the Israelites did as Joshua commanded them. They responded in obedience. Side note. They took 12 stones from the middle of the Jordan, according to the number of the tribes of Israelites, as the Lord had told Joshua, and they carried them over with them to their camp, where they put them down. Joshua set up the 12 stones that had been in the middle of the Jordan at the spot where the priest who carried the Ark of the Covenant had stood, and they are there to this day. Now the priests who carried the ark remained standing in the middle of the Jordan until everything the Lord had commanded Joshua was done by the people, just as Moses had directed Joshua. An act of obedience, I want to stop right here for a second. An act of obedience was required from the priests as well as Joshua and the Israelites. So in order for God to move, all three are to step into the obedience. All three are to do exactly what the Lord told them. The people hurried over and as soon as all of them had crossed the ark of the Lord and the priests came to the other side while the people watched. The men of Reuben, Gad, and the half-tribe of Manasseh crossed over, ready for battle, in front of the Israelites, as Moses had directed them. Wow. 
I had not seen this before, but now I see it. It says that the warriors went ahead of them, that the warriors crossed over before them, ready to battle. The warriors. About 40,000 armed for battle crossed over before the Lord to the plains of Jericho for war. That day the Lord exalted Joshua in the sight of all Israel, and they stood in awe of him all the days of his life, just as they had stood in awe of Moses. Then the Lord told to jo said to Joshua, Command the priest carrying the Ark of the Covenant law to come up out of the Jordan. Now they have completed their assignment, called them out. So Joshua commanded the priest, come up out of the Jordan. And the priest came up out of the river carrying the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord. No sooner had they set their feet on the dry ground than the waters of the Jordan returned to their place and ran at flood stage as before. On the tenth day of the first month, the people went up from the Jordan and camped at Gilgal on the eastern border of Jericho. So Joshua set up at Gilgal the twelve stones they had taken out of the Jordan. He said to the Israelites, In the future, when your descendants ask their parents, What do these stones mean? Tell them, Israel crossed the Jordan on dry ground. For the Lord your God dried up the Jordan before you until you had crossed over. The Lord your God did the Jordan, did to the Jordan what he had done to the Red Sea when he dried it up before us until we had crossed over. He did this so that all the people of the earth might know that the hand of the Lord is powerful and so that you might always fear the Lord your God. And often when the Bible speaks of fear, especially when it, when it refers to God, it speaks of the reverence and respect for the Almighty. I pray that this chapter has been a blessing to you and that you are encouraged to continue on with your journey. Thank you once again for joining and God bless. Continuation of the book of Joshua, chapter 5. I'm going to be reading from New International Version, and you're welcome to read from a Bible version of your choice. Now, when all the Amorite kings west of the Jordan and all the Canaanite kings along the coast heard how the Lord had dried up the Jordan before the Israelites until they had crossed over, their heart melted in fear, and they no longer had the courage to face the Israelites. So the book of Joshua chapter 5 starts with these kings, the Amorite king and the Canaanite king, hearing about what the Lord did as the Israelites crossed into the promised land. And when they heard what the Lord did, 
they melted in fear. They gave up. They melted in fear. And they no longer had the courage to face the Israelites. Fear activates lack of courage. The fear of what God has done for the Israelites activated lack of courage that they had. These Amorite kings and the Canaanite kings were mighty kings. But when they heard about what the Lord did as they crossed into the promised land, they melted in fear. Let us continue. At that time, the Lord said to Joshua, this is the next instruction that is given to Joshua, the leader, the new leader. Make flint knives and circumcise the Israelites again. So Joshua made flint knives and circumcised the Israelites at Gibeath Haraloth. This is um, a particular place. So this is why he did so. Now this is why he did so. All those who came out of Egypt, all the men of military age, died in the wilderness on the way after leaving Egypt. All the people that came out had been circumcised, but all the people born in the wilderness during the journey from Egypt had not. The Israelite had moved about in the wilderness 40 years until all the men who were of military age when they left Egypt had died since they not since they had not obeyed the Lord. So when I was studying this chapter, there was an insight that the Lord placed in my heart. And uh, I wanted to share it with you, the listener. The Lord will keep you in the wilderness, a place of wandering until all your old habits had died out. Since they had not obeyed the Lord, the Lord, the Lord, your, uh, the Lord, the Lord, your God. The Lord will keep you in your wilderness, a wilderness, a place of wandering, back and forth, back and forth, a place of wandering, until all your old habits, characteristics, character had die, will die out. Then the Lord will spring you into your promised land. And so I, I pray that that was a blessing to you. I pray that the insight was a blessing to you. Uh, it surely was to me. And so uh, I pray that it also is for you. Uh, let us continue. Let us continue. For the Lord had sworn to them that they would not see the land he had solemnly promised their ancestor to give us a land flowing with milk and honey. So he raised up their sons in their place, and these were the ones Joshua circumcised. They were still uncircumcised because they had not been circumcised on the way. And after the whole nation had been circumcised, they remained where they were in camp until they were healed. Then the Lord said to Joshua, Today I have rolled away the reproach of Egypt from you. So the place has been called Gilgal to this day. On the evening of the 14th day of the month, while camped at Gilgal on the plains of Jericho, the Israelites celebrated the Passover. 
The day after the, the Passover, that very day, they ate some of the produce of the land, unleavened bread and roasted grain. The manna stopped the day after they ate this food from the land. There was no longer any manna for the Israelites. But that year, they ate the produce of Canaan. And this next section, when I was reading it, I probably just passed through it. But I want us to stop uh, for a second and really dissect what it is that we're reading and really uh, not just dissect, but really uh, take a closer look at what we are reading. Now, when Joshua was near Jericho, he looked up and saw a man standing in front of him with a drawn sword in his hand. I didn't see this. I read this a couple times and I did not see this passage. Today, I saw that passage. So as Joshua was near Jericho, he looked up and he saw a man. He saw a commander of the army. Joshua went up to him and asked, are you for us or for our enemies? Neither, he replied, but as commander of the army of the Lord, I have now come. He was an appointed commander of the army for the mission. For the assignment that's about to take place. And so Joshua says, are you for us or are you against us? And, and the man, the, the angel of the Lord, replies, I have come as a commander of the army of the Lord. Then Joshua fell face down to the ground in reverence and asked him, what message does my Lord have for his servant? He was a messenger of God. The commander of the Lord's army replied, Take off your sandals, for the place where you are standing is holy. And Joshua did so. Notice, notice this command was given to Moses as well. Whenever the angel of the Lord shows up, whenever the, angel, the messenger of the Lord brings a message, that ground becomes holy. And Joshua did so he obeyed the command of this commander. I pray that this chapter has been a blessing to you. Stay tuned for the next chapter. One of my favorite chapters in the book of Joshua. Chapter 6. Thank you once again for joining and God bless. Joshua chapter 6. One of my favorite chapters in the book of Joshua. As Joshua... And his army, as well as the Israelites, are approaching the city. They notice that the gates of Jericho are securely shut. Okay, let's let's read, let's read read the chapter in its context. We're going to read the chapter and see what is happening. Now the gates of Jericho were securely barred because of the Israelites. No one went out and no one came in. So as we have noticed in chapter 5, the king, the Amorite kings, as well as the Canaanite kings were melting in fear. And because of that, they shut the door. Because of that, they shut the gates. Because of that, uh, they barred, they barred their, their gates and their city. No one went out and no one came in. This was a shout out. The, 
the gates were securely shut. And, and there was no access. There was no access in or out. Now, the Jericho itself has been known a, as a, an impenetrable city. It was definitely a city that was a strong city, a mighty city with, with, with very tall walls. And so because they heard of what was going on, what God did for the Israelites as they were crossing over the Jordan, they now secured their city even more. So as it already as it as it has already been a strong and mighty city, now they barred the gates. Then the Lord said to Joshua, See, I have delivered Jericho into your hands, along with its king and its fighting men. So the Lord gives a promise. Joshua, I have delivered this strong city, this mighty city that's in front of you, this barred city that you see in front of you, into your hands. Not only... Have I delivered Jericho into your hands? Along with it come the king and all the fighting men. All the warriors that are inside are also yours. Then he goes on to say, March around the city once with all the armed men. Do this for six days. Have seven priests carry trumpets of ram horns in front of the ark. On the seventh day, march around the city seven times with the priests blowing the trumpets. When you hear them sound a long blast or the trumpets on the trumpets, have the whole army give a long shout. Then the wall of the city will collapse and the army will go up. Everyone straight in. So the Lord is giving instruction to Joshua. And Joshua to the Israelites as well as the priests and the warriors. March around the city once for six days. And on the seventh day, march around the, uh, around the city seven times. And then give a loud shout. Then the wall of the city will collapse and the army will go up, everyone straight in. So he's saying, if you do what I have told you to do, then this will happen. So if you are obedient to the command of God, then what I have promised you will come, will come to pass, will come to fruition. And these are the instructions that were given to, to, to Joshua. Have priests carry trumpets of rain, ram horns in front of the ark. And on the seventh day, march around the city seven times with the priests blowing trumpets. There has to be a mutual effort. So Joshua, son of Nun, called the priests and said to them, Take up the ark of the covenant of the Lord and, and have seven priests carry trumpets in front of it. And, and he ordered the army advance. 
march around the city with an armed guard going ahead of the ark of the Lord. When Joshua had spoken to the people, the seven priests carrying the seven trumpets before the Lord went forward, blowing their trumpets, and the ark of the Lord's covenant followed them. The armed guard marched ahead of the priests who blew, who blew the trumpets, and the rear guard followed the ark. All this time the trumpets were sounding, but Joshua had commanded the army. Do not give a war cry. Do not raise your voices. Do not say a word until the day I tell you to shout. Then shout. Jericho represents a tough situation or circumstance in our life. That there is no way in or, or, or way out. Walls to the city, this is a powerful situation, powerful circumstance that we cannot overcome. God is able to break through our situation. God is able to break through the walls of your situation, no matter how strong and mighty it looks. No matter how strong or mighty it looks, God is able to break through your situation or circumstance. If you do what I have instructed you to do, if you do what I have instructed you to do, if you were obedient to the commands of God, then the reward comes. There is always a reward after the obedience to the Lord. So Joshua called the priests. He took up the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord. And they carried the trumpets as they went in. Joshua declared, advance. In other words, march forward. March forward. Advance into your situation circumstance. March around the city with an armed guard. Consecrate yourselves. Do as the Lord commanded you. But hold on, don't give a war cry. Do not raise your voice. Do not say a word until the day I tell you to shout. Basically, follow the instructions. Be obedient to my command. Whatever it is that I tell you to do, do it. Then shout. Joshua, priests, Warriors went ahead, sounding the trumpets. Joshua got up early the next morning, and the priests took up the ark of the Lord. The seven priests carrying the seven trumpets went forward, marching before the ark of the Lord and blowing the trumpets. The armed men went ahead of them, and the rear guard followed the ark of the Lord, while the trumpets kept sounding. 
So on the second day, they marched around the city once and returned to the camp. They did this for six days. I'm reminded of a journey that I did or I went through, um, I would say, three years ago. And not only did I go into this journey, I also invited people to come along with me. And we were to march around our situation circumstance for six days. We were to consecrate ourselves. We were to pray and seek God for six days. And on the seventh day, a week, of con a week of consecration and on the seventh day as the Lord instructed we would give the war cry we would shout and we would sing all throughout the day and the walls of Jericho came down the situation circumstances there were people that people were facing in, in the group they received a breakthrough, as well as myself. I could not believe my eyes. Because that situation that stood so mighty and strong in front of me, it came down. It came down. And I was only moving by the instruction of the Lord. I did not lean on my own understanding. No, I didn't go and question everyone. Should I be doing this? Because if the Lord commanded me, if the Lord instructed me to do something that I am moving forward and I am doing exactly as the Lord commands me to. I'm not to lean on my own understanding. I'm not to ask questions. Or even second guess myself whether I'm qualified to do so. It is the Lord and the Lord alone who qualifies us for the mission. It is the Lord and the Lord alone who gives the instructions. It is the Lord and the Lord alone who commends us into our mission. And this happened a few years ago. And, and today it's a, it's a memory. Today is a memory. But as I pass through one situation, circumstance, I find myself breaking through it. I find myself breaking through that tough situation. I find myself breaking through that tough circumstance. And as the Lord did for Joshua, he will do it for you. As the Lord did for Joshua, the warriors and the Israelites, he will do it for you. He will do it for I. He will do it for us. If we only obey the commands of the Lord, if we only do as he instructed us to do, if we only step into the obedience. I know it doesn't have to make sense. I know you don't have to have all the details. Just obedience. On the seventh day, they got up at daybreak and marched around the city seven times in the same manner, except that on that day, they circled the city seven times. How foolish do they look? 
How foolish did they look? Everyone was looking at them probably like wondering what is going on? Why are they marching around the city for six days and not and they're not doing anything? They're probably looking out their windows. Well, I don't know, windows, walls, some secret places where they can see what, what the Israelites were doing. And they're probably thinking, these foolish Israelites, what are they doing? Why are they marching around the city six days and nothing's happening? But on the seventh day, as the Israelites... stood in the distance watching Joshua and the warriors circle around as well as the priests circle around this city the walls crumbled the city that once stood so high and mighty crumbled As they did what the Lord instructed them to. Shout. For the Lord has given you the city. The city and all that is in it are to be devoted to the Lord. Only Rahab the prostitute and all who are with her and the house shall be spared. Because she hid the spies we sent. But keep away from the devoted things so that you will not bring, on, bring about your own destruction by taking any of them a warning yes when you enter into the city a warning do not be enticed by what you see do not be enticed by the silver and gold bronze and iron bring everything into the treasury of God do not attach yourself to it do not be devoted to it because these things will bring about your own destruction. Be careful. Otherwise, you will make the camp of Israel liable to destruction and bring trouble on it. All the silver and gold and the articles of bronze and iron are sacred, are sacred to the Lord and must go into his treasury. When the trumpet sounded, the army shouted and the sound and at the sound of the trumpet, when the men gave a loud shout, the wall collapsed. So everyone charged straight in and they took the city. They devoted the city to the Lord and destroyed with the sword every living thing in it, men and women, young and old, cattle, sheep and donkeys. Joshua said to the two men who had spied out the land, go into the prostitute's house and bring out, bring her out. And all who belong to her in accordance with your oath to her. Remember? Remember what happened? Remember what happened in the earlier chapter? When an oath had been made with the harlot. God had remembered her. And God had seen her as well. And her family. And every time, everyone, everybody else that had stayed with her. And so Joshua commanded the two men to go into that house and bring her out. They brought out her entire family and put them in a place outside the camp of Israel. Then they burned the whole city and everything in it. 
but they put the silver and gold and the articles of bronze and iron into the treasury of the Lord's house. But Joshua spared Rahab the prostitute with her family and all who belonged to her because she hid the men Joshua had sent as spies to Jericho and she lives among the Israelites to this day. At that time, Joshua pronounced his solemn, this solemn oath. Curse before the, the Lord is the one who undertakes to rebuild this city, Jericho. At the cost of his firstborn son, will he lay its foundations. At the cost of his youngest, he will set up its gates. So the Lord was with Joshua and his fame spread throughout the land. What a be beautiful story. What a beautiful moment in history. This is one of my favorite chapters in the book of Joshua. I pray that it has been a blessing to you. Stay tuned for the next chapter and God bless you.